0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher.
1: We're talking about wisdom this week and uh, you're taking verses from the book of Proverbs and some of these verses are very, very familiar like the one I think you're about to read.
0: Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now this is This is said within the context of God revealing himself as our wisdom, as wisdom. If we have the wisdom of God in our hearts, like we've been talking about the last couple of days, then we will store up the commands of God in our heart. But even even though you know what the will of God is, you still need to depend upon the Lord to depend upon the working and the empowering of his spirit to fulfill his plan and purpose for your life. It's one thing to know what God wants. It's another thing to do it. And what the scriptures reveal to us is that it is not I but Christ in me. We we had some teaching a few weeks ago about that. And um, therefore, even in outworking the will of God in our lives, we need to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, what have we discovered this week already? When we really desire wisdom, to know God as our wisdom, then wisdom will enter our hearts. So if you are that person with wisdom in your heart, what will you do? You will trust the Lord with all your heart. Because, you see, wisdom is one aspect of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And all the time the Holy Spirit is guiding us into all the truth. He's declaring to us the things of Jesus. He's reminding us of what Jesus has said and done. So it's as if the Holy Spirit, being the wisdom of God within us, says, Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord, and lean not on your own understanding. You see, with wisdom, we have the understanding and revelation that God gives. We've seen that already this week. But we also have our natural minds. We have our natural understanding. And with our natural minds, we can even have our own opinions. We can be very opinionated, some of us. But all that is as rubbish, really, to God. He couldn't care less about our opinions. And we cannot fulfill the purpose of God with our own understanding.
1: Sometimes there's a tension there, though, isn't there?
0: There is a tension between the spirit and the flesh. Between the spirit that is saying, trust God, and the flesh says, trust your own understanding. Uh, The spirit says, trust the Lord because only he can enable you in this and that's a tension with i can do this myself i can do this through my own ability that's the tension between the spirit and and the flesh and what jesus said is these two are in total conflict with one another they're like two opposites and you know, there's very little that Jesus taught in the New Testament that is not contained in the Old Testament. What, what Jesus did, because of course, the God of the New Testament is the same as the God of the Old Testament, what Jesus did was to bring together and to bring to life, really, for people so much of the teaching of the Old Testament. Uh, he came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it, you see. And so he is fulfilling the will of God. So what you see in the way in which Jesus taught his disciples is really the outworking of this verse. He said to the disciples at the Last Supper, trust in God, trust also in me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And he'd been showing them, for example, in the feeding of the multitude. What did they do? They, The disciples were, depending on their own understanding, uh, where can we buy bread here in this remote place? Uh, we don't have enough money to buy enough bread for them to have even a little. It would take nearly a year's wages for that. Um, but Jesus is looking at the thing spiritually. Jesus trusts his Father. Jesus is looking at the thing supernaturally. And what he was training the disciples to do was to see every situation from God's perspective what is possible through God, not what is possible through our own understanding.
1: Sometimes that is very demanding of faith, isn't it?
0: Well, yes, but you see, this is how faith actually begins to operate in our lives. And, um, you know, I you've probably heard me say before, I can give my testimony in one verse, in one sentence. Um, uh, God continually asking me to do things I cannot do and then enabling me to do them. But you see, when God asks you to do things you cannot do, the only way that they can be achieved is by trusting him. And so this is the way he builds and encourages faith. Now, the person that... Doesn't have wisdom, doesn't store up the commands of God, and therefore doesn't have that kind of faith. When difficulties are put before them, they say, I can't. In other words, they listen to their fears, they listen to their doubts, they listen to their unbelief. And so they don't act in obedience to what it is that God has said. But, you know, it only requires a little bit of common sense to know that God would never command us to do something without enabling us to do it. Because he wants us to achieve and to accomplish his will, he, um, he will always enable us to do whatever it is he says. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not just a little bit, not just occasionally, but with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Now, the scripture then addresses those who trust in themselves rather than trusting in the Lord. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. And we've seen already this week that those who live in the wisdom of God live in the fear of the Lord, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And then the scripture goes on to say, this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones.
1: Amazing that it has an effect on our health.
0: Absolutely. You see, the spirit within you has effect on your soul life, your personality, and then in turn on your body. So if in your spirit you have the wisdom of God, the fear of the Lord, you store up his commands in your heart, then You will make the right decisions, which is one aspect of your soul. You will think according to the wisdom of God. You will speak according to the wisdom of God. You will act and relate according to the wisdom of God. And that means you will have such peace with God, such unity with God, that the peace in your soul will affect your health. It's amazing to me, in all the years I've been involved in the healing ministry, the number of times when I've prayed for people to be healed, where first I've had to pray for them to be at peace, at peace with God.
1: We're very finely balanced, aren't we?
0: Well, you know, the medical profession tells us that as many as 70% of uh, physical disorders are psychosomatic. They begin with the mind. In other words... They come out of anxiety, a lack of peace, wrong thinking. So you see, our soul life does affect the body. Um, There are forms, not all forms, but there are some forms of arthritis which are caused by people being very critical and judgmental and uh, very, very negative. That negativity in their souls affects their bodies. And, you know, makes them twisted and even distorted in many respects. So, it's uh, important that we walk in wisdom because it's going to have, as I've been saying all week, such practical ramifications for our lives. And, you see, it is wise to use your money wisely. Because the next verse says, «Honor the Lord with your wealth» with the first fruits of all your crops, in other words, tithe, then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine, new wine. We're not just talking about natural wine here, but also the new wine of the Spirit. It's, it, you know, God is talking at the one level, very practically, but also spiritually, that we will overflow with God's abundance in our lives.
1: But it makes a point, you can't separate anything, can you? we are everything is integral
0: the spirit soul and body interrelate don't they all the time so we saw at the beginning of the week that wisdom and discipline go together so the next verse says my son do not despise the lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the lord disciplines those he loves as a father the son he delights in Now, I think that's a fairly well-known scripture, that the Lord disciplines those he loves. But it's said within the context of living in the wisdom of God. To live in wisdom is to live a disciplined life. And when we do that, then we do not need to be disciplined by the Lord very much.